and welcome back to On Your Terms. I'm your host, Sam Vanderwillen. I'm an attorney turned entrepreneur who helps online coaches and creators legally protect and grow their online businesses using my DIY legal templates and my ultimate bundle program. So if you're getting a head start on your content calendar for next year, then this is an episode for you. In this Greatest Hits episode, I'm sharing what you need to keep in mind while searching for inspiration. We'll go over what constitutes inspiration versus mimicking versus stealing and how you can make sure that you don't cross that line, but also so that you know it when somebody crosses. Welcome back to On Your Terms. I'm your host, Sam Vanderwillen. I'm an attorney turned entrepreneur who helps online coaches and creators legally protect and grow their online businesses using my DIY legal templates and my ultimate bundle program. So if you're getting a head start on your content calendar for next year, then this is an episode for you. In this Greatest Hits episode, I'm sharing what you need to keep in mind while searching for inspiration. We'll go over what constitutes inspiration versus mimicking versus stealing and how you can make sure that you don't cross that line, but also so that you know it when somebody crosses your line. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I know it was a fan favorite this year. So in reality, unfortunately, people are actually stealing content left and right. Like, I think it's very common in the industry and it probably happens so much more than we even know, because it's like, how do you even know? I mean, half the time I always think about like the people that I catch stealing from us. I'm like, what about all the people we're not catching? You know, there's also so much mimicking going on, though. There's both. There's stealing. And there's also tons and tons of mimicking. And it's really hard to tell the difference, both from a legal perspective and just I don't know, kind of like a gut check perspective. I think people contact me a lot and they'll ask me, like, I'm not sure if this, you know, crosses the line. Like, does it cross the line into the land of stealing or is this just like really mimicking? And so what I often then see is that there are a lot of people who then accuse people of stealing their content, their programs, whatever, when it's actually not stealing. So I'll see people like go on tirades on Instagram stories or something like that. And they're like, look at this, like this girl's stealing from me. Every time I talk about deadlifts, she talks about deadlifts. And it's like, that's not stealing. And then on the flip side, I see people who actually have been stolen from. And then when they share about that, you have all these people in the comments being like, that's just general info. That's that's flattery. It's flattering when someone steals from you. Please do not ever DM me and tell me that it's flattering when someone steals from you. I like there's like, oh, that is like one of my biggest pet peeves in, in online business. It's actually stealing. Right. And then people will be like, oh, it's just information. You don't own that, you know. I feel so torn about this too, because this is, this is really funny for me to say as a lawyer, but like something I feel like, especially lately, I've been having like more of an existential crisis about is this idea of people like not owning ideas, not owning words and phrases. And like, I actually do understand where people are coming from. I actually think that's a very interesting conversation. There are some people, I think it's called uncopywriting. Like there are people who believe in like uncopywriting things and making like everything public everything's to be shared. I don't know that I would necessarily go that far. And I like the idea of protecting our ideas and like our words. And I think if you're writing words that really are meaningful to you, then you should be able to like control who, who then gets access to them. But I, 
I don't know. I can see where people are coming from. Like I sometimes feel this about like titles of things or like really generic phrases. And it's like, I remember somebody took issue with me saying protect uh, that I um, empower women. Like when I started my business, I would use that phrase a lot and someone took issue with it. And it was like, wait, so just to be clear, you think you own the phrase empowering women? Like you think no one's ever said that before. And like, it's kind of funny looking back on it because after that happened, I feel like thousands of people like came into the online business arena and started using that phrase. And so I don't know, I have my moments to be honest, where I'm like, you know, I don't like all this fighting. Like everybody run your business, everybody do your thing. You don't own this word. You don't own that phrase, you know? And then there's like lawyer me who's like, well, this is the system. I guess we're participating in it. I didn't intend for this episode to become like a philosophical thought of like of um, of content and intellectual property. But I'm just being honest with you. I always keep it very, very real with you that like this is something I actually struggle with where like I find it to be my responsibility to like teach you these things. But on the other hand, I do think like people get really possessive about stuff. And like a lot of times I do get those DMs about the you know, the example I gave with like, oh, I talked about deadlifts and now she talked about deadlifts. It's like, you don't own deadlifts, you know, like you might own a specific way of teaching it or like a phrase or the literal words that you said about it or the video, your likeness, all of that kind of stuff. But like, we don't own these concepts and like, it's okay for other people to talk about it. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm just being honest with you. And I don't know that I have fully formed thoughts around it, but it's definitely been something I've been thinking a lot about. And on the flip side, I feel like I then hear from so many people who want to share safely, like they want to share content from other people, but rightfully give credit. But they're like not exactly sure how to do that. If you were hoping to learn a bit more about that in today's episode, you're definitely wanting uh, you're going to want to go back and listen to episode 19 and listen to that episode called How to Share Content Safely so that you're not a copycat yourself, because I teach you in that episode how to share other people's content. So stuff is like all mixed up all over the place in in the online business industry when it comes to sharing content safely. And I think that that leaves a lot of people not knowing whether or not they can do anything about it. And that, you know, when they get stolen from or they're not sure, like, is that stealing? Is it mimicking? Was it even mine to share? Who owns this? And that inaction then leads to freezing. And you don't know whether you can move forward or not. You're not sure if you should contact this person you're not sure if you should keep creating content because you're afraid everyone's going to steal it. And I just see this kind of cycle going round and around and around. So I've actually had a lot of lawyers steal from me, both my actual like content, my products, my copy. If you haven't heard that story before, you can go back and listen to episode 43. I broke it all down on there. But you know, I've had somebody steal my entire website. I've had people take phrases and names of pro- programs, like all that kind of stuff. Um, I have one person people DM me about all the time now and they write us emails all the time about now being like, she's just like does everything that you do. And like, she's like stole your branding and like her webinar is called the same thing. And like, you know, it's annoying. I turned it over to my lawyer because like these days I, I can't even deal with it. And so I turned it over to our lawyer. They shoot something off or they look into it. They investigate her. They're going to go, you know, if they're going to do what they need to do. Um, and so this happens all the time. I've also had a lot of people mimic me, right? Where like their guard, their guide or their webinar is essentially called like the same thing as mine. They just like take out like, uh, for the, <laughs> and they like, you know, the bullet points are like basically identical. They just like, again, change like, uh, th- to the, they create like all the same products and they package their products in the same way. They call them the same thing, but then they always price them a little bit cheaper. You see that all the time. 
I get the, you know, I see the branding, the kind of like trading on our likeness kind of thing. I get reports about this stuff all the time. It's super, super annoying. Fun fact, I once was on a trip when I was 13 with my mom and my sister. I think it was like the only trip we took together. I once on that trip got banned from saying the word annoying because my family when I was 13, thought that I called everything annoying and they were getting annoyed by this. It turns out I was right. Everyone is annoying. <laughs> I think so. I swear, sometimes I have my Larry David days. I'm like, when I'm, when I'm the day today that I'm recording this, I'm having my Larry David day where I think everything actually is annoying. And I think 13-year-old Sam was onto something, frankly. Um, I'm just kidding. Everyone's lovely. Um, so let's break down then what is the difference between stealing and mimicking so that we can properly navigate this and really to not only to be able to do something about it legally, but honestly, what I'm hoping that you walk away with today is a better sense of like what you can let go of because I can tell you within the first several years of my business, I spent more time than I care to admit circling and and stewing in the mimicking cycle where I was just annoyed, right? I was like, they were annoying and I didn't like it. And I thought it was unfair. And I was like stomping my feet at the universe. And all that's really doing is letting them win because it's taking you off your game and not keeping you focused on your business, which is how I rebound really quickly now, where if somebody is stealing from me or whether it's legitimate stealing or they're mimicking me, um, or the mimicking is starting to jump into the the theft arena. That is why I don't deal with that myself anymore. Because for me, it was just easier to be like, okay, just turn it over to an attorney. They look at it and they see whether there's anything to do. And then they follow up on it. I don't want to spend my time. I want to stay laser focused on my business. And I don't want my business to suffer because of some nonsense. Because that person, they're ultimately not going to be successful if they're stealing from you. So if they're not going to be successful, why would I allow them the amount of energy and the capacity to come into my business and muck it up, right? So they're not. I'm not going to let that happen. I'm not going to let anybody do that to my business. So I say focused and I get it to the right person. Before I could afford to hire a lawyer, though, I would kind of make this decision myself. So when I would get really good at just being like, that's just mimicking, this person's annoying, boom, they're going to go away, right? And I just wouldn't do anything about it, but I also had to put it out of my mind and keep working, keep my head down. When it was actually stealing, I would reach out. And that's what I talked to you about in episode 43. You can go back and like hear what what to do in that case. So stealing, I want you to think of stealing content, what, what we as inter- attorneys would call infringement, as like high school plagiarism. Like, do you remember in high school when you would have to write a paper and they would teach you about the rules of plagiarism and taking quotes from things and when to quote things directly and like when things were too close to something that you read. So it's not as simple as like taking someone's caption and then just like editing it so that you skirt the rules of plagiarism. I would say whenever you start with someone's content as like the starting point, we're already in plagiarism infringement land, right? So things like, you know, that I can think of examples in terms of plagiarism in our industry are like copying somebody's caption, either word for word or or the bulk of it, taking the content of a graphic and repurposing it as your own. Um, so a lot of times people will just take the content, the copy from a graphic and then like put it onto their own graphic. Obviously stealing the entire graphic or stealing a photo, your sales page copy, website copy, um, any of that kind of stuff would be considered plagiarism of content. 
Then there's like the other category that I can think of as like improper use or resale of your products and programs. So like purchasing your program and then selling it as their own, buying your program and then making their own that's inspired by your program. That's still improper use because it was probably against the terms of use if you were using them. And then the other category of stealing is, you know, straight up intellectual property infringement, which would be like the the improper use of your trademark or the improper use of your copyrighted material. So obviously, if you've trademarked something and then they're using the, the word or the logo or the phrase, the tagline, even if you haven't, if you think you have um, common law trademark rights to something and now they're using it, and then same goes for your copywritten material. If somebody buys your course and then they resell it as their own and you copyrighted the material, then you've got a nice little copyright case on your hands, right? Now, then what goes into this like mimicking arena? Well, mimicking would look more like I always um, think of the ludicrous song. It's like, when I move, you move, just like that. That's what I always think of because I'm like, that to me is mimicking. It's like, they're watching you. They're like a little mirror shadow of you. But keep in mind, they're always, that means that they're always behind you, right? They're they're two steps uh, behind. And so when you do something, then they do it. Not because they steal your content, but more like you talk about deadlifts, just to go with the example, then they talk about deadlifts. That's mimicking you, and that's very annoying, but unless they stole your caption from your content or they stole the graphic content or whatever else, then that's not stealing. It's just annoying, really, really annoying, right? It also is possible, by the way, that this has nothing to do with you, and we do sometimes center ourselves in these things, and we think that like people, oh, everybody must be watching my stuff. I must be known for deadlifts. That's why when she talks about deadlifts, she's taking that from me. Now, in some cases, we have better, like, you know, evidence than that. It's like the person's liking all our stuff, commenting on our stuff, contacting the people who follow us, and then they're creating the same content. And it's always like a couple days after we create it. And there's kind of a more of a repeated pattern. That's what I would look for to see more of a pattern of mimicking versus like individual cases of mimicking. It's very possible that this has nothing to do with you. And I always want you to consider that. That's obviously not the case when people steal um, and in my experience, most copycats, like the number one thing that they say when you contact them is like, oh, my God, I had no idea. I didn't even know about you. And it's like, oh, wow, what a crazy thought then that you literally copy and pasted all my captions or like you literally took all the content off of my my slides or whatever, you know. So, you know, that's always what people will say. But I do think that there are many cases where that's true, especially more in the when it comes to mimicking than stealing. Another place where I can see a lot of mimicking is kind of in like very general, generic, descriptive titles or phrases for things. So that's where I also want you to consider that like, you know, when someone says I empower women, you don't own that. That's like a phrase that's super generic, right? Um, if, you know, you say like, I help people legally protect their online businesses. I don't own that phrase. I've never claimed to own that phrase. Like that's a generic phrase. If that's me describing what I do, it's literally descriptive. Um, and so that wouldn't be something that like I'd go after someone else because they say I help online business owners legally protect their business. It's like, sure, you're just describing what you do. Right. So that's the kind of stuff that I would see as more like mimicking and all of that. There are times, however, that you can actually do something about mimicking. So mimicking is not always something that you just ignore. First of all, I would kind of create 
I would create an SOP and a little bit of tracking system. And I would do this even if it's just you on your team, you don't have anybody working for you yet. But if there's somebody that you notice who's doing this and it starts to become more of a pattern, I would maybe turn to like a Google Sheets kind of thing, start keeping track of stuff, create a little bit of an evidence trail because you're going to forget over time. But also that way, if it does escalate into something more serious, like they do steal actual content, they take your freebie, they're on your email list, and then you find out they downloaded your freebie and made it their own. That happened to me. Then that would be something that then you'd, you'd have like all the stuff that you need to basically do something about it. So there are times when this mimicking thing, either on its own, is a legal issue. Like it gets a little too close to this gray area where they start using your branding. That's kind of like trading on your likeness because you're if you're really known for your branding, your vibe, your colors. Or they pick your podcast name or they pick your product name or something like this. And stuff starts to go more into this like stealing realm then you can be prepared. So I do think it's something that you can keep your eye on. It's something that we as a team, we're going to have something coming for you in a couple of weeks, but it's something that we as a team have an SOP for, and we have like a whole little set of procedures that we follow when this comes to our attention, whether it's something that we find or something that somebody else tells us about. So you got that coming for you. Okay, so I hope that this was helpful in breaking down what the difference was between stealing content and mimicking people. Send this episode to a friend. If you think it would be helpful, rate and review the show. If you have a moment, it means so much to me. Thank you so much. And I will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the On Your Terms podcast. Make sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. You can also check out all of our podcast episodes, show notes, links, and more at samvanderreelen.com slash podcast. You can learn more about legally protecting your business and take my free legal workshop, Five Steps.